Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 305 of the Chance and Alex podcast. Joining this evening, our Chance and Alex. Gentlemen, thank you for being here. Ah, pleasure. Thank you for being yourself. I do need to think that, I think we need to start by me reiterating to the listeners who've been around for a while, reminding them that I have um, peculiar, taste. peculiar taste in games. I have specific Strict rules. Rubric. Yeah, that we've never really codified because it varies from game to game. Like, yeah, well, no, no, it's not. I don't know. They're okay. They are strict, but they're also ethereal and unknowable to anyone but yourself. Like, and they, even now, even I don't know sometimes what game's going to just make me mad, and I'm not going to want to play it ever again. They yeah. seem a bit uh, Stalin-esque at times. Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. And it's, my my. He brings this up because Alex and I have been enjoying Dying Light 2. Enjoying? What, some with a capital letter. What, some is that, with a I'm capital sorry, is E. That a, is that a strong way to put it for you, that you enjoy this game? I have played it and have enjoyed many parts of it. Oh. You seem to be enjoying it the most. Uh, the running time. around and jumping off rooftops and landing by dropkicking a zombie into other zombies and then going nuts on them. That's yeah, pretty good. That's pretty good. That's yeah, a lot of fun. Good. Yeah, it is. Now, you've been saying all week that, like, and you got to the second area on, like, day two. Uh-huh. You cleared the entire first zone oh, on yeah, the I'm first day. Oh, yeah, I'm kicking its ass. It's, it's dying light again. I, I know how to beat the system. Okay, and that was, yeah. th- that was kind of, like, you were saying that people were complaining that, like, all the zombie types are the same, and it's pretty much just the same game again. And this feels like such an evolution of so many systems in the first one, almost like... In, Explain to a, that to me. Okay, well, first of all, there's all the gear. Yeah, the gear is, I like the gear a lot better this time. I love how they handle the gear. I don't really like how I have to look at gear in this particular section and I have to like mouse around with a fucking pointer on my PlayStation. That's stupid. <laughs> the UI for doing it is stupid, but what's cool is in the first dying light you would like get a recipe to learn how to make throwing knives. Okay, and those are your throwing knives for the rest of the game. In Dying Light 2, you get a recipe for throwing knives and then you can go to a guy and upgrade that recipe. I love that is my single favorite part of this game. I you fucking can, love that aspect. You choose which blueprints you like the most and yes. invest as much time and energy into it as you want. So I have pretty good mods and just atomic bomb of Molotov cocktails. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so if you particularly enjoy like the flame mod, for example, you can upgrade your flame mod repeatedly. That can be the only mod you use for the whole game, and it's fine. And it's yeah, and it's awesome. And I really I love that aspect of it. I love how much progression there is in that regard but much like dying light one the worst part of dying light two is like the first well first of all oh my god oh boy the opening kind of tutorial section i mean it's presented beautifully i really quite the like outdoor that. section we're talking yeah and just the whole thing yeah. leading into the city and meeting hakan i i thought it was like really beautiful i thought it was really well done but i'm playing dying light and i'm playing a fucking rail game right now like i'm just walking down this this narrative hallway for three hours it felt it's like an obnoxious amount of time and the first game is an hour and that drives me crazy this was like a while and so, the opening characters you meet are dog shit. Um, what hack on? No, like just like, like the random people. Like they're in the hall. They're in the, like the sewer where you get the key. Everyone you talk to there sucks. The 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 bandits put on a raspy voice. It's really unconvincing. 
I, I hated I, it. I disagree with Alec. Okay, I think the writing is shitty in this game. I think the voice work is actually really good. I think mm. the voice talent. I think the voice uh, talent they've hired are doing really strong things. With the main characters the are fine. The ancillary characters. You start panting characters as soon as you start terrible. running, though. Like it's really annoying. Like as that's soon as you start running, okay, no, <gasps> that's because that's because you're on your what you're on when you're doing that is you, Chamberlain, who never upgraded your stamina bar, are on I never your found final. anything. I'm talking. You're on your final leg of stamina. You're a little weak baby man, and you haven't upgraded yourself at all. And if you'd advanced the story even a little bit, you would have been forced in a story quest to go down into a dark zone and uh, get a bunch of uh, inhibitors to increase your stamina. So you can. I tried to go into dark zones. I died. I know the game didn't let you. Well, if you went in during the day, there's really bad things in there during the day. I went in night too. Chased in by howlers and died. Well, if you went in in the middle of a chase, that's also kind of your tactical decision, which bore informative fruit in this example. That <laughs> you don't do that. We'll, we'll get to my nonsense in a bit. No, it's go not ahead. Continue your, because, because, because you basically stop at the point in which we've discussed up to so far. There's the opening, and then Chamberlain just goes, fuck this. Well, yeah, there's the opening, and then you get to a point where after Hakan, 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 Hakan. I don't want to mispronounce it because it's an unusual name. <clears throat> anyway, um, he's like, meet me at the bazaar. Yeah. And there's a quest bar that pops up says, meet you at the bazaar. And he shows you, he's like, here, here's your binoculars. Look through the binoculars. You can find through the binoculars things you can do. So I did that. And I had a bunch of things marked on the map. And they were all locked off. You couldn't actually do any of them because you had to advance the story first. There, you found windmills, which I'm guessing do something. You couldn't go to them because they literally, on the map, it says, you know, cannot do this right now. So in the process you have, of... You have to climb them. You need a certain amount of stamina to climb a windmill. Yeah. Um, so in the, in the process of going to the bazaar, I come across a couple of things. One of them was um, some abandoned military equipment that was in my area. Looked okay. Tried to do it. No, there's a giant zombie there. Yeah, you got to fight him and beat him and clear the and, area. Well, I mean, <clears throat> as soon as I start working on him, a whole bunch of humans come over the wall. Yeah. And they and the zombies team up on me. I was like, nah, this isn't fair. <laughs> so well, I yeah. died. And, and le- at level zero, you're poorly equipped to deal with that. Yeah, so, but, but it was there, so I tried it. Why not? You're, so here's the point I'm going with. I get to the bazaar, and the title of the quest is, like, meet the people of the bazaar. That's the name of the quest. The upper left-hand corner. Oh yeah, yeah. Then you have to complete to the quest. Then you have to complete the quest that they give you. No. It doesn't explain it's, that, but you have to complete the quest that they give you. Explains nothing. It doesn't you explain that, you, but yeah, yeah. I mean, no, that I, that, that hung me up. You go and you talk to like six people, and nothing happens. Yeah, but I thought that, it was a bug. That hung, so I, know, I saved so did it. I. So I googled it, and it said you have to complete those quests. Like you went to a different Google, and it said no. Wait until I went night. to Google, and it basically said that you need to waste time. No, you need to complete. You need to do nothing because I. Most of the quests, I think, okay, if I recall correctly, there's two quests you could get in there, right? One of them mm-hmm. is way outside your area. You can't do it. And the other no, one is could. retrieve more electronics no, for the guy both. to build the, elect- the electrical fence to kill the goat, right? No, you do, you do both, and I, can't talk, I couldn't talk to Hakan until I did both. See, that I did one, and I died so much doing other things that he eventually called me because I wasted no. so much time doing nothing. <laughs> it's just time. So what it doesn't tell you is that you need to literally fuck around with your thumb up your ass oh, come on. for like 20 minutes. Well, it didn't I, feel like that to me. I felt like I was doing shit. I felt like I was I meeting and helping the people I could at the do. bazaar. Well, I don't, know, I don't understand how I did it and you didn't. I, 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 I pulled up the map. I looked at things and everything I found on the map I couldn't do. 
I'm gonna, call, you know what? I'm gonna call that a negative mentality. Yeah, <laughs> I, like, I couldn't actually do them because I had such yeah, a baby but, guy, right? But but I was all able the night. I, I tried I to do night to stuff. I couldn't do the night. I couldn't do the night stuff because you the night can't stuff climb is anything. Yeah, so let's let's go back to the night stuff because Dying Light One, when you died during the day, you would literally lose experience. I'm so glad it's gone. In oh Dying Light Two, you don't lose experience during the night. Uh, there are quests that you can only complete during the day. There's open world activities you can only complete during the day and during the night. Uh, and during the night, there are these things called howlers out there. Instead of the superhuman infected stalking looking for you, they were called uh, volatiles. Uh, instead of those things crawling over the buildings, instead of a little mini-map you always have to pay attention to to avoid them, you're looking at the world now, instead. You're looking for howlers, and if a howler sees you and howls, it a chase starts, and the zombies yeah, and they're everywhere. You. They're fucking everywhere. Yeah, and that's one thing I didn't like, because in the story, you run from them with Hakan, and then you turn around and you eventually fight them off, which you literally can't do in the game. Nope. <clears throat> um, you have to, like... like well, actually, it is well, I don't want to get into that. But <laughs> so it's it was a shitty tutorial as far as I'm concerned. But you need to book it for the nearest uh, UV lamp, and just stand under the UV lamp. And now okay. we get to your. But well, uh, then you have like no stamina, so you can't climb things. And I have a grand total of five minutes of nighttime that I can be out without yeah, turning. But if you open your if you open your uh, your crafting, I think you start basically with the thing that ups your uh, uh, your. What's you can't, called? I couldn't build anymore. I didn't have any of the stuff to build it. There was one specific thing that I needed to build more of whatever that is. The other thing so I, I love is as you're running across rooftops, you'll find rooftops that have these really tall trees on them. And on those rooftops are gardens. Yeah. And in every rooftop garden are two honeys, four chamomiles, and usually some other good shit. Some UV, and UV mushrooms. Yeah, UV, UV mushrooms. mushrooms. Which is funny. Tan you from the inside. And uh, two chamomile and one honey is what you need to craft uh, a healing thing for yourself. The UV mushrooms, you grind up and you snort them, and they increase your uh, your immunity at night. By it's basically your ox- 15, you have oxygen at night. Basically. Yeah, it's kind of like oxygen. Like, you're infected, and as you're out at night, for the listener, after dark, um, you're, you have a clock basically ticking down. The more you level up, the more inhibitors you inject and increase your stamina and increase your health, You'll get more time to spend in the dark at night before you turn and go crazy. Um, and as you run around, you have this thing constantly ticking down. So every now and then you're like, well, I don't have a UV lamp anywhere nearby. Better grind up some mushrooms or better, bam, stick myself with this thing. And you're all, and it adds a neat new tension to the night that you initially, just describing it, I thought I would hate it if you were to describe it to me. But playing it, Alex? It's, it's good. It's it, good. Um, I like how it rewards you for just going out at night and just killing a bunch of zombies. Mm-hmm, Basically, mm-hmm. that but, like night zombies are your uh, crafting XP. Yeah, and it works. And Doesn't it's that easy restriction to... go against the whole idea of exploration, though? No, because no, exploring explore. is fun. You've got you've got five minutes. You can't explore. No, you, yes, can. you can. You absolutely can. You I can run easily. Around at night. You can easily get at least twenty minutes of like oxygen by just grinding up stuff. You just need a, or, you need a um the recipe for like making your own inhalers. Yeah, or Which, you're running or you're running around this way, running around that way, and as you as you run, I'm like, well, that UV lamp over there is only forty yards away. Might as well stop in and top myself off. You just manage it. So it's, it's, an, it's really it's nice. Basically, night is a whole underwater level, is what you're uh-huh. saying. No, I'm I'm That's saying I'm saying no, it's not an underwater <laughs> level. It's it's like a little bit of uh, of Follow New Vegas. They've just added a little bit of survival to it. 
They've added just this little bit, this little, this little survival sim aspect to it, kind of. And then there's there's other shit where there's like uh, there's areas of contamination or whatever, and if you walk into them, you oh, yeah, just you constantly take infection yeah. damage. It's yeah. So there's there's a lot of systems and mechanics I really fucking love about it. I love the presentation. I'm running 1080p 60 frames on PlayStation Five, and just loving how it looks. I think this is. One of the that's, I, I I'm trying to think of a better looking third party AAA on PS5 so far. That's the other thing I ran into is I was suffering from constant visual bugs. I in didn't the, get a single in one the opening PC. area. I had this weird thing where the shadows would just screw up, and if I changed it from 30 fps with all the pretties on to just 60, it would go away. So I could kind of reset that, and then later on, any character with any fabric on it would have one piece of fabric sticking off way into the distance. So it's like this is giant triangle sticking off of them, thirty feet high. Chamberlain it was, it was dying constant. like two experience brought to you by the Xbox Series X. Xbox Series hey. X, the Xbox most Series powerful X. console. Xbox Series X ran Cyberpunk just fine. So did the PS5. This game much. makes Cyberpunk look complete. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's okay. That's your experience on your console. It on, is. A play, on a PlayStation Five, I'm having a great time with it. Full disclosure, I've already uninstalled it. I'm not going back. I'm done. I was, no, I was thrilled to be rolling through Dying Light 2. Like, I just, it's new, it's big, it's triple A. Like, I know that I said that Dying Light was Techland finally kind of hitting triple A, but this is really them this hitting triple A. This is pretty damn AAA. This is pretty fucking triple A. Chance, you have no idea how fucking huge this game is. I know. It's so fucking big. Uh, is there a third area? Kind of. It's oh more of a God. wilderness. I don't, my, my biggest That's still problem, awesome. My biggest that. problem, and it's not it's not nothing. Uh, every single hospital is exactly the same. Mm-hmm. It's I've, uh, I've seen a, I've seen a big, lot of reused climbs. Big fucking problem. It's it's where you you need to go in them and get the shit that's in there, and they're all exactly the same. And stealth is useless. No, no, I've done two different ones, and you're right. Stealth is pretty much useless. You really just need to fight them. And I've done two different ones, and even though, like, the climb to get up in there, and you have to follow the yellow hose through it, that's what we're talking about, right? You gotta follow the yellow thick hose. Yeah, you gotta follow the yellow thick hose. (laughs) (laughs) You do, that's how you find your way through these things, because they are really confusing to navigate. Um, And I've found, found too, that the interiors were different, and the things I was fighting in there were different. And And sometimes they change clothes. (laughs) Sometimes uh, okay. there are scrubs. Okay, let, let's go to that. I love the presentation of the zombies in Dying Light 2. They look pretty good. The animation somehow doesn't feel quite as intimate as Dying Light 1, but the, the how they look when they get close to you is absolutely fantastic, and it's just kind of bears pointing out. I mean, Alex, you've obviously played more of this than I have. Have mm-hmm. you encountered a sexy zombie in a bikini top yet? No. Not a Thank one. God. Not a one. <sighs> Remember that? They've grown up so that was, much. That was Dead Island, wasn't it? That was, was Dead that? Island and Dead Island 2. And Dying Light. They were in Dying Light. That was a what? tropical town. Yes. Yes. Oh, I forgot about uh, so, that. So this, so again, this is another thing. It's, oh, it's, I noticed that. Yeah, it's nice to see there, Techland. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Don't um, be any sexy zombies. But Thank you the, very much. The melee, much like Dying Light 1, the melee combat and all the limitations on your parkour make the early hours of Dying Light 2 feel kind of painful. Because you can perceive how much better it's going to be and the melee just feels shitty because you're kind of so ineffective at it. It does feel shitty to fight these zombies, but not as, not as thrilling and shitty as it is in Dying Light 1. Like, it feels more desperate in Dying Light 1. In this one, it's just boring. 
Yeah. In the, in the early just swing, hours. swing, swing. Yeah. Aim for the head. Yeah, you know, but, so that's, but all, that's all you got. But yeah. once you eventually like get better weapons, it's like turn around, swing. Like you feel uh, fucking awesome. Later the on. human combat, I think, is wonderful. Infinitely better. In, yeah. Like it was a lot of the combat was redesigned for that. Uh, fighting them is more interesting. All the little encounters you get with them are more interesting. I love the way it deals with uh, just people and events to deal with around the world as you run past someone calling for help. Um, there's a particular zombie hiding down there that you'll definitely get a, a prize from if you grab it. Um, I, there's so much I love about Dying Light 2. I'm really yeah. pleased with it. I'm really pleased with it. So well, I'm eight. happy for you. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I don't regret a penny I spent on it. I'm going I'm, I'm to finish it. You, you haven't even mm-hmm. met Rosario Dawson yet, have you? Mm-mm. I have. Got She's fucking awesome. She's fucking okay, awesome. Okay, you got the yeah. paraglider. How awesome is that? I don't like the paraglider so far. I don't really like the second area very much. Oh, okay. Like, shit. you were absolutely in love with the second area. I love and it. And I'm flying around like, part. things are so far apart. Points of interest are so far apart. They're always on top of, the, on top of these fucking skyscrapers. Every skyscraper is like a mystery of how to get up there. And I might forget the next time I come back here. Well, you just hit the updrafts. No, but... Those aren't those aren't super obvious, and I, I eventually was like, I leapt from one building, and there was an obvious updraft, but it was way up in the air. Like it was, yeah. I'm, I wasn't I wasn't enjoying the second area as much as the first area, but it's still dying light. I'm still running around hitting zombies with a shovel. It's fucking awesome. It's awesome. First person parkour done well in an open world. Oh, and then you give me zombies to hit. Fuck. Thank you, Techland. I love you. It's been a been a while, but it was it was pretty much worth it, yeah. Oh, I, I was just thinking. Except about for all those riders they fired, you know, dude. Yeah, those are felt. <laughs> <laughs> those are felt. But Very I was, much. I was thinking about last year. What it felt like last year, looking forward to uh, February twenty twenty two. Oh God, it's good. It's so good. Me from the past. If you can hear me back there. <laughs> oh, it's good. You'll here. make it. It'll be oh. fine. February 22, some good times. And I'm sitting here just scowling. I'm like, <laughs> so actually, the same kind of thing happened with me with with Diablo too. Just mention this. Oh yeah, okay. I was kind of rolling along, got to the near the end of the second act, and like a switch, I'm like, wait, wow, I don't ever want to play this again. <laughs> like it's just like just literally like from one room to the next. I was like, oh, oh no, 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 <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. Those scarabs are bullshit. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. It was the scarabs that every time you hit them, they lit up lightning in every direction. Hey, guess what? Yeah. The entire screen's filled with electricity. Isn't that fun, kids? Yep, and I don't have any anti-electricity stuff, and oh, I'm dead. Okay, well. Yeah, it was it was, it was was instantaneous. I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. And then I stopped paying attention, and I died. I'm like, well, that's fine. Uninstall, done. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, so you, I guess I'll never finish Diablo So you walked away from two games in the last week. <clears throat> I did, and I have embraced... Absolutely embraced okay. a probably thoroughly mediocre Western style JRPG called Edge of Eternity. What is a Western style JRPG? Are we talking about like uh, it's a JRPG, but they all wear cowboy hats? No, it's a, it's a JRPG, but it's not by a Japanese developer. Oh, but oh. it's absolutely a JRPG. What's it JRPG. called? What's it called? Edge Edge of Eternity. Edge of Eternity. It visually, it reminds me of oh shoot, I had it and I forgot it. Now it was a 360 RPG where the guy was immortal. Uh, I'll, I'll f- yeah, no, no, I don't know what you. I'll think about. of it later. It was like that yeah. launch title. Um, yeah, it wasn't. It was launch. It was later. But regardless, it 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 looks like a a late PS3, early PS4 generation game. It's it's. I mean the. 
the the faces are good, the eyes are surprisingly good, but everything else is like, meh, this has been here before. Yeah, the animation, um, meh. Yeah, the 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 battle is an interesting mix of just active ATB, but you have hex based movement, so you have to worry about your placement, but you're also looking these gauges fill up for when you can move again, which is not bad. It's it's actually fairly interesting. It'll get better when I have a full party because right now I only have two people. Um, the um, the voice acting is uniformly terrible. It's uh. awful. It's awful, which is a shame because like the opening like kicker, the opening beats would be really good if they had people who could talk well. <laughs> because you've got basically for the the synopsis here of it is you've got know, a, a, a maybe Iron Age Bronze Age society that gets invaded by people in spaceships neat. and at first they're really nice they help you out and then they decide that yeah we're gonna wipe you all out oh. and through a combination of what they t- what the aliens taught the people looking things and things else it's, it's actually a fairly even battle until the aliens decide to just infect the planet with with nasty viruses and they're gonna leave so this is like in the last throes of the war and your character your character's introduced being made fun of by another character for using a big oversized two-handed sword. There you so, go. Yeah, it was just that's the first several things. Was, why are you using that giant two-handed sword? I'm going to stab you in the chest before you even pick it up. It's <laughs> hilarious. Um, so he's like part of a squad and they're talking and it's really cringy and embarrassing and then there's an attack and through the next 15 minutes his entire squad is fucking killed and he's the only one left. And... He was planning on deserting anyway because he got a letter from his mom that who has been infected by this thing and he's going to go back. It's a decent like twenty minute opening stinger of like this is the RPG, this is what you're going to do. If you had people who could like act, it would have been fine. Do you think it would but be better don't. if they just did text that you read? Um, a lot of that is happening now in later areas. It's, it's not all fully voice acted, and it's oh. it's not quite as bad. I could also change it over the Japanese voice acting, so if it's bad, I wouldn't oh. know. Wait, oh yeah, yeah. I thought yeah, you said yeah. it was a Western game. It is, but it's got both. Oh, I think it's, well. Okay, so they made their own localization to Japanese. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I got to look this up now and, and make sure that this developed. I'm not talking out of my ass here because I swear it's a... Who developed this? Developer Midgar Studio. Midgar Studio. Where are you from? France. Okay, so it's Eurojank. It's Eurojank. Oh, that, that explains, explains a lot. so everything, much of this. It? Yeah. it does. It explains everything. Every, yeah, 100% is now, now everything that I've said and experienced so far makes sense. 100% Eurojank JRPG. And I enjoyed every minute of that, like three or four hours I played of it today. Never made me mad. Just kind of rolled around in it. It was fine. It was fine. So apparently I don't want quality. I want direction. <laughs> no, it I sounds, want narrower it hallways. Me, it sounds to me like you want a story. You want an involving story. Maybe. I thought like there was a... And yet you refuse to watch movies. <laughs> or a I need to TV push show or two. I need to push buttons to be involved. I don't need to be so involved. I just need to push buttons. You could still push buttons. You just you could pretend it had an impact on things. If hmm. only there was a wolf among us. And that's next year. Yeah. One day. Maybe. It looks okay. Is that true? I didn't watch the trailer. Did you watch okay. the trailer? Don't worry about it. It's okay. I'm not. See, I don't want to worry about it. Because I don't want to get my hopes up. Yeah, I didn't watch the trailer. It's fine. You watched the trailer? It's fine. Okay. Don't worry about it. Does it look triple A? It looks exactly the way it used to. That's fine. That's it fine. Is. No, I don't need that to look good. I just obviously, need to know that they're not... Obviously, I've watched gameplay of End of Eternity. Obviously, you don't need it to look no, good. No, I don't need to look I good. I, I need to know that the company making Wolf Among Us 2 is not 
is actually paying their employees. That's what I need to know. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's pretty important. We'll see. Does that mean it's uh, time for headlines? I mean, do you Play- want to talk about uh, either uh, Raised oh. by Wolves or Peacemaker? Okay, have you watched episode two of Raised by Wolves? I've only seen the first episode. I, I finished them, yeah. You finished, what, what? You finished season the fir- two of Raised by Wolves? No, no this is the first two. Okay, I haven't seen the second episode yet. It's it's okay. Um, I like where they're going with it. It's the don't, the, the don't kids, tell me don't tell me anything about it. I just are, said I haven't seen it. I just said kids I are growing seen it. up. The kids are Cain and Abel. Obviously, I get it. Yeah, I get it. But um, but I felt like the first episode of season two really kicked off with a bang. It it's did. Like, it really just kind of turned all 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 of the um the tensions of season one on their head. Kind of. Kind of. I yeah. thought there was a massive time jump. No, 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 no. It's just they've been down there in the tropical zone all this time, and no one had any idea. Huh. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, yeah, it's fine. but you were absolutely right about Peacemaker. It's Say, fun oh, on a bun. Just wait a minute. Wait a minute. Back up a second there, Alex. Mm-hmm. Say that again. Chance was right. <laughs> oh, about oh, Peacemaker. Listener, oh. go fucking watch Peacemaker. It I laid, is. I laid Peacemaker on a work associate this week. He, too, is singing its praises. Go on, Alex. You re- I am singing its theme. I'm sing- I really, really, really want to taste that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm getting into hair metal now, I guess. But the, the song was on my YouTube. There's nothing wrong with one. that. A little butt rock is good for you. It that opening sequence somehow gets funnier every time you watch it. It's so fun. It's just it, like, so fucking fun. They're all the secret is they're all in character. And how would this character react if he was forced to do this goofy ass dance? And some mm-hmm. of them are super into it, and others are just like, "This is the last place on earth they want to be." But I, I love that hardcore particular is like. Doing the dance perfectly professionally. Yeah. <laughs> like she's she's like, if this is my job, I'm gonna do it. And you have um what's his face? Uh T one thousand is like, you got me for one second. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for some reason I love uh I love the lady cops dance. I don't know why. I don't know why. That's one of my favorite parts. That and she of gets course, that crane shot, it's good. And of course when uh <laughs> when uh, what's he called? The uh, karate master or Oh Judo Master. Ju- yeah, when Judo Master leaps. Gets in. lifted. Tombat Tom the Invisible Boda and then Eagly screeches. <laughs> yeah, Eagly's so the fucking best. It's so good. I'm so all good. I'm looking forward to every new episode of Peacemaker so much. I'm gonna be so sad when Peacemaker's over. Peacemaker's yeah, the show uh... that, that Boba Fett wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't good. It wasn't no, good. It wasn't. That, that was not a great. That was not is Peacemaker going to be a one and done season, or is it going to be? Uh, no. That's not the impression we get. It, apparently, it's doing incredible numbers. It's almost definitely going to get a season two. Great, because man, John Cena can act, and he's doing a great job. He's doing a great. Like this is the thing is, I want to say it's it's a shame that we didn't discover John Cena's uh, presence and talent thirty years ago. But I've seen him in earlier stuff that he's acted in. Like, I think specifically, he was, you know, he was hilarious in uh, Trainwreck. Trainwreck. Yeah, he was hilarious in Trainwreck. But I don't think he, I don't think he was as good at acting as he is now. I think he's putting a lot of work into it. I yeah, loved his he, little two-minute... He minute, probably went um, to class. He probably did, you know, actual, like... Yeah, like, <laughs> John Cena has never been as great as he is now, and he's fucking great in this show. He Everyone's great in this show. He puts on a little piano recital. That's pretty good. Um, the, uh, the, the young woman who was tasty and, um... Yeah, she's good. Yeah, she, she's... Fantastic. As, like, Amanda Waller's daughter. Yeah, as Waller's daughter. The whole cast is fantastic. It's... Um, it's Vigilante steals the show half the time yes it's a great ensemble and then then you've got the terminator <laughs> you've yep. got, you got the terminator as your dad 
and, he's, and he's, a, he's literally a grand dragon. Yeah, he's like a grand dragon white supremacist. With his own pocket <laughs> dimension in his closet. And, <laughs> and um, one of the things I love about Peacemaker is it is... It's hard as a white... Uh, I would imagine it is difficult as a white uh, writer, director, artist working in media to try to tackle topics like racism from your perspective as a white person. Because what we're actively trying to do lately is not center those stories. We've heard the white person struggle with racism before. We're not fucking interested in it. Um, what this, this feels like a, a nice way or, or an enjoyable way for a character to investigate the problematic lessons they may have learned growing up and yep. take comfort in people who believe that there may still be good in them and actually address those Lessons that they perhaps now wish they hadn't learned. I think this is an important kind of lesson for for white people or people in general. It's a great way to address that issue from a white perspective, I guess. I think so. Is how I feel. Is one of the reasons, things I feel about it. Continuity wise, is Peacemaker before or after Suicide after. Squad? Hundred percent after. After. Okay. It's then, pretty much all about just him dealing with being a joke. What he did. Yeah. Yeah. What he did. What he did in Suicide Squad. And it's wonderful. I love, like, I hope that that clip of him talking to the neighbor about Batman <laughs> no. is like, I don't know, put in for no, the Golden Globes. He's, he's got a good point. Yeah. About Batman. Like, <laughs> no. he, Batman is inadvertently responsible for just as many deaths as the Joker. Yeah, 100%. If you just smoked him, episode one. <laughs> you got no dead people. <sighs> Batman doesn't use guns. <laughs> Man, I actually put together a bunch of those. What else did I do this week? Oh, I have shit about that fucking Nintendo Direct in here. Oh. That, was a, that was a good one. I disagree. No, you no. So, I was so fucking bored with that. Um, you know, one of the, some of the most some of the most exciting news of the week this week. Wes Anderson's The French Dispatch is now available at Disney Plus. I do want to watch that quite badly. Yeah, so if you haven't seen that yet, or if you want to see it again, Disney Plus also up on Disney Plus this week. Antlers, which was kind of meh. I wouldn't. Kind of meow. I'm curious to watch The Last Duel. I didn't want to pay money for it, but I would watch yeah, it. Yeah, I, I will watch the shit out of that. That's for sure. And <laughs> The Night House, starring Rebecca Hall. Uh, Alex, do you recognize the name Rebecca Hall? Uh, you, you'd recognize her to see her. Google it. Google it right now. Rebecca Re- Hall. Rebecca. Okay, you remember the lady who was the uh, the plant doctor in the second Iron Man? No, the third Iron yes. Man. Yes. Okay. She's English. I was thinking the other day. That I was, I was thinking about me being sad about the Dakota Johnson getting her own Spider Woman movie news, and then I, that was and, weird. and then I was watching, I don't know, oh yeah, I was watching Godzilla v Kong, and Rebecca Hall's in it as the woman who like wrangles Kong, and I was like, <laughs> yes, she could be Spider Woman, and I'd be totally happy with it. In fact, if you took any part that you were going to give to Dakota Johnson and give it to Rebecca Hall, it would be a better movie. <laughs> Alex, what say hmm. you? Yeah, no, she doesn't get enough work. I think she's really good. I think she is. I think she could totally carry a Spider-Woman movie. But that's a weird-ass character to carry a Spider, any movie. I agree. I mean, I, I, what I like, okay, what, she sounds like a character from a different genre than a lot of the Marvel movies we've seen thus far. Yeah. Marvel, the Marvel movies tend to be at their best when they consciously try to avoid the tropes of the genre that they're in, and we get shit like, um, 
Uh, Heist movies than Ant-Man. Winter Soldier. We yeah. get um, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. And there was another one lately. I, can't, I don't know. But w- if you were to fuck with genre within the Marvel Universe and do like a horror movie. Like an R-rated horror movie. Set oh, in the yeah, Marvel the, Universe. You could do so much. You the Doctor so Strange much. one coming up. Is it going to be rated R? It's not going to be rated no, R, but Sam no Raimi's way. doing it. And it's supposed to be horror. We'll mm-hmm. see. Wait, the multiverse Sam of madness is supposed to be horror? Yeah, Sam Raimi's doing it. He's directing that? Did you not know this? I may have, but I must Sam have forgotten Sam Raimi's directing the multi- multiverse of madness. But he made some of the best Spider-Men's. Yes, he did. Shit. The first and two. And he gets to direct Benedict Cumberbatch. Won't that be fun? And some of the greatest horror movies of all time. Yeah. And Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah, Elizabeth Olsen going crazy with the superpowers. Yeah. So does that mean it's time for headlines? I think it is. Wait, yeah. hold on. I'm looking at Sam Raimi's. Oh, that's the producer thing. Hold on. Never mind. I'm just, I'm just checking this on here. Oh, yeah. Doctor yeah. Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Okay. I heard director, it here. Director. You heard it here dead last. Director. <laughs> director. We, we just got caught up to that now. Okay, does, does that mean it's Holy right? cow, he has a massive gap in his, like, stuff. There will Sam never Raimi. be headlines. Sorry. It's okay. Sorry, sorry. <clears throat> Headlines. Back to entertainment news. <laughs> the White Lotus season two will star Haley Lou Richardson as Portia, a young woman traveling with her boss, Jennifer Coolidge, reprising the role of Tanya McQuaid. Come on, that'll be awesome. I think we're just going to follow her around to various resorts as people die around her. <laughs> That's the White Lotus. Alex, have we lost you? I can't believe not. you don't have a reaction to Jennifer Coolidge in season two. I- no, it's good. I like you how she's her. the only recurring character. I, I yeah. want her to be like an angel of death. You're right. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I want her, yeah. Good news, everyone. Hulu announced an order for 20 episodes of Futurama this week with Katie Sahal, well, Tris McNeil, Maurice LaMosh, Lauren Tom, Phil Lamar, and David Herman all returning. Unfortunately, is Futurama Futurama without, the, without John DiMaggio being Bender? No. And did you see um, what Yuri Lowenthal, the Marvel Spider-Man, tweeted about that? What's that? He said, this is the dumbest flex I've ever seen. From Hulu or from John? From John DiMaggio. What is, is he not coming back? Apparently he, he, he's, he's, apparently he wants more money. That's, that that's is the what um, I get. Lowenthal is insinuating. Yes. Yeah, that's definitely the impression I get from the article I just skimmed. Mark Hamill came out in support of DiMaggio, though. Well, the thing huh. is, saying that he wasn't going to saying that he specifically would not scab in and, and do the part for him because Mark Hamill could probably do it. He probably could, yeah. Okay, I could see Futurama being executed fine if you just get a really charismatic other person to do the voice of the, voice of Bender and have a hilarious episode that explains why. Um, I but I don't want that. I want John DiMaggio back as Bender. Yeah. I fucking love John DiMaggio as King Zod in Disenchantment. Um, no, like Hulu, you got to pay him what he wants, and you know you should pay all artists what they're worth, and he, it's important for him to come back because he's worth it. But I hope everyone else gets the same amount that he does. It'd be fucked for him to come back and make a million dollars and Katie Seagal be making a hundred grand. Yeah, no, that's fucked up. Yeah, it'd be fucked. Paddington 3 will begin filming before the end of the year. Filming. Filming. I wonder if the Paddington <laughs> movies are on Disney+. Plus. They should be. They, they, they'd be weird if they weren't. Yeah, but... How much you want to be? No, it's like you know, it's just they're not Disney, are they? It's just production companies. So let me just That's open true. Disney Plus on my phone, and we'll find out. Oh God, I'm losing my data. Paddington, get on that Wi-Fi. Paddington, Aladdin. 
Yeah, but I, I put Paddington into Disney Plus and it gives me Aladdin, so no. So, no, uh, it's not on Disney Plus. Okay. No. Uh, D Plus's Kenobi is out May 25th. Here's hoping it's better than it's Boba Fett. It's got Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor, at least. And he's he's so charismatic as a rule. <clears throat> I've kind of been sad to see him playing see him playing so many villains lately, but he's older. He's, he's having a good do. time. Well, I think those are the roles available to him lately. Oh yeah, Luke Besson. I learned some. I think Alex kind of suggested this. Hmm. I didn't hear what what did he, what has he done lately? No, oh. it's not lately. Okay, Luke Besson. There were some when I was a kid. I gleefully consumed media. I loved it. I absolutely, no, obviously. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And some of my favorite movies were like Point of No Return, which was a remake of Le- French film, Luke Besson's French film, La Femme Nikita. Uh, mm-hmm. Eventually, The Professional, Leon the Professional, yeah. with, uh, with with that French guy and Natalie Portman. Um, and, and Jean of, Renaud. Jean Renaud, yeah. Yeah, and all of his subsequent... Um, like he, he keeps on doing riffs on it. Hannah was another riff on, uh, point of no return. Same thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, he did fifth element. Yeah. He I did. love fifth element. I went to see fifth of element a thousand planets with my first girlfriend and we walked out of fifth element and met some other kids from our high school walking in and they said, we said, what are you seeing? They said fifth element. We go, we just saw it. Uh, we hadn't even discussed it with each other. They said, what do you think? They go, we go, we both said it was so good. We had a fantastic day to fifth element. So. Yeah, and also City of a Thousand Planets, which was not that great. Oh, yeah, and um, Lucy, which was not that great. I didn't mind Lucy. I think you, re- but but here's but okay. I learned some shit so about anyway. Luke Besson this week. Mm-hmm. Um, Luke Besson. It was it was a woman named Maiwan, and it was just the name and about like what Maiwan said about Luke Besson. And I'm like, who the fuck is Maiwan, and what's going on with Luke Besson? And someone explained that Natalie Portman's character in Leon the Professional was based on Maiwan. Uh, um, and his original uh, script for The Professional had the Natalie Portman character begging the French guy to take her virginity. Uh, and him going for it and it being a beautiful romance. Apparently that was the original plot. And I'm like, there's no way. That's fucking doctor. That's just Lolita with guns. And so I looked up my one. And yeah, apparently they met when she was 11. And they started dating when she was 15. They ew, got ew, married ew, when ew, she ew, was ew, 16. Uh, she had her first child like a year later. Ew, ew, and five ew, years ew, after that, he divorced her because he had wow. just met Mila Jovovich on the set of Fifth Element. And again, I uh, growing up, I quite enjoyed the work of Luke Besson. And I read that and I was like... That's so fucking I felt like the next Luke, like I'm anti-hyped for the next, uh, there was a time when you would say the name Luke Besson is doing blank, and I'm like, oh, okay, he could do that well, I've seen shit of his that he likes. Next time there's a Luke Besson movie, I feel like I'm going to be like, oh, can't watch that. Fuck that creep. Fuck that. Fuck that. Man, that makes me think less of Mia Jovovich. I was going to yeah, say, can, we, really st- can we still like her? Can we still like her, please? No, she also married a shitty director. Uh, who's not like a shitty person, but very yeah, shitty director. We, are we talking about, yeah, the guy who makes all the Resident Evil movies, Resident right? Evil movies, yeah. Yeah, but it feels like, that feels like Verhoeven? a Is that Verhoeven? Ver- no, who is no that? it's um, someone Anderson. From this distance, that feels much healthier Paul, than Paul, Paul W.S. Anderson. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, Luke Besson, avoid his what films. What a fucker. Uh, uh, a Florida man tried to rob a bank this week wearing a rubber Sonic the Hedgehog mask and wielding a large hammer. 
Sanic. Sanic. That was an ugly mask. That was an ugly mask. In Overwatch news, uh, Microsoft announced this week that it will continue to make, quote, Call of Duty and other popular Activision Blizzard titles available through the term of any existing agreement with Activision. And we have committed to Sony that we will also make them available on PlayStation beyond the existing agreement and into the future on so that Sony fans can continue to enjoy the games that they love. Well, there you go. Thanks, You now can play Call of Duty on your PlayStation 5 in a couple of years. I don't give a fuck about Call of Duty. I give a fuck about Overwatch 2 and 3. Right now, we'll see. The game has been trending downward lately in my enjoyment. Mm. But, oh, you know what? I got to email that shit to you guys. And in the hearts of us all, I'm sure. As as citizens of the world. Yes. You don't hear a lot about Overwatch lately. You really don't. No, you don't. But actually, I've got... I had... I was playing with my brother, obviously. And I'm still... (laughs) Was Overwatch League disbanded? No. No, no, it's still going on. It's still going? Okay. So, you gentlemen were just sent a link to a YouTube video. Oh, I saw this one already. I saw it on your... On you. No, you really um, watched it? I, a... I, I subscribed to you, yes. That must be the one view. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, so Where's I got... the email? I, I got you surprise. Um, I'm playing Flex, which usually means I'm healing or I'm tanking. And I think it was Tuesday night. Um, I just... I love the... that Tracer skin. Uh, it's okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it's a beautiful play of the game. It's one of these tracer plays of the game that I feel like I haven't gotten in like a year, and I have gotten some sweet ones that I just never put up. But it was so nice to just be you know trucking along, healing people, not really giving a shit, and going deep DPS and thinking, well, do I really want to do it? Yeah, okay, let's really do it, and just oh, that cracked the point wide open. Like we had a minute left to do it. They were really holding us off, and that just and we won it on that pulse bomb right there. It was absolutely gorgeous. Felt great. Elsewhere in Overwatch news, <laughs> uh, this week a patch was pushed to the Battle.net launcher that included a new Overwatch development build labeled 2.0. This has further fueled rumors that we could see a closed beta for Overwatch 2 beginning as early as next week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see. But back to the Neja skin, Alex. <clears throat> okay, so the skin that you were admiring on Tracer is called Neja. Now, do you remember a while ago I was talking about a kind of cheap cart- CGI cartoon on Netflix called Neja, a Chinese movie about like a little boy with superpowers, but he's evil? No. And it was no. like super duper anime. And if you liked Kung Fu Panda and you kind of like anime, you might really like this. It's not quite as good as Kung Fu Panda, but it's another one of those and it's pretty good. It's called Neja. And there's actually a bunch of Neja movies on Netflix if you want to watch it. This skin is called Neja. It's Tracer as this character from Chinese folklore. And part of the character is uh, his feet are on fire, just like um, just like the kid in Hades. So Tracer's wearing sandals and her feet are flaming in the skin. It's really cool. Yeah. yeah. Hmm, okay. Yeah. Da-da-da-da. Okay. The direct. Yeah, Nintendo had a direct this week. Um, did you actually watch it? I watched the whole fucking thing. So did I. I, did, I didn't watch it live, thank God. Did you see I Kirby eat a car? Holy fucking shit. I did. Honestly, I did. The whole internet just lost its mind about it. Mm. Okay, yeah. your, yours did. The people I follow on Twitter, some of them were interested in the Kirby thing. God, I can't the get Kirby away from The Kirby thing actually, it looked good. I mean... They it looked. Fun, it yeah. was. Oh, here's the problem, though. It was far and away it the looked best. Looked better than Pokemon Arceus. <laughs> it was far and away is the that best that was looking. Arceus. It was far and away yeah. the best looking game in the presentation. Yes, this but, is true. By like a fucking mile, all those games looked ugly as shit. It's a Switch game. Well, no, there's one that you 
is also not even on your list, which I'll mention in a second. Which one? What did I miss here? Uh, you missed Getsufumaden. Okay, what's Getsufumaden? It is a side-scrolling action game by Konami. Is that the one that looks like an old painting? Yes. Oh, yeah, that does look sexy. This I actually wanted to play. But I don't think that's Wii exclusive, is it? Uh, it is. Oh. As far as I can tell, that it is. That is so sad. <laughs> um, it's but on, one of on them Steam. that was announced is not. Okay, well, I think it's a Wii console exclusive. I believe. Series gets you from it in. Because if it's not, I'll play it somewhere else, but that actually looks like something I want to play. Uh, Undying Moon, I think, is out on PS4. Yeah. Let's see here. Uh, Steam. It's Steam and, and Switch, as far as I can tell. Yeah, Switch and PC. Yeah. That ah, sucks. I gotta play that. Because it actually looks really good. It looks interesting. It also looks too busy. And if you want to play a brawler, there's better shit out on current gen right now than that. I think I've played most of those. <laughs> no, you haven't. Because, gentlemen... Do you I'm not playing Sifu. Do you remember the opening of uh, of um, Far Cry 3? Yes. Yeah. Was that, or was that not, one of the greatest video game openings of all time? I still remember, like, when the helicopter flies over and you're seeing, like, the shadows from that spotlight be like, shit. Mm-hmm. That is the most shadow and shadow shit I've ever seen. Okay, well, there's kind of a reason that I really haven't gotten that far in Dying Light. You playing Far Cry Three again? And that's because the opening training sequence and uh, opening credits of Sifu is the one of the best video game openings of all time. Fuck. Period. This is up okay. there. This is up there with Bioshock. Uh, this is up there with Far Cry Three. Um, and the game itself is so fucking good. Mm. It is. It is exa- like I didn't. I didn't think Slow Clap was this good. I didn't think their combat would end up being this good because I didn't really like how it felt in that multiplayer game that they did. Um, this looks and feels and plays beautifully and is so fucking stylish. And there's a... Go ahead. <clears throat> I have heard that it's really hard. It is. I have not okay. beaten the uh, second boss yet, but I've gotten to it okay. several times. Now, is it a roguelike? Yes. Yes, kind of. Fucking No, not okay, well not really. Let's Damn it. let no, okay, let's say there's an action game in front of you, Chamberlain, and you have uh, I'm gonna say thirty lives to beat it. On average, maybe fifteen, who knows? You have that many lives, period. Can oh. you can you get to the end? Because here's what's hap- here's what's gonna happen, Chamberlain. There's chapter one. And you roll through chapter one and you're learning kung fu, and this guy punches you really, really hard and you die. But because of this magical thing you've got, your age increases to 21, your death counter goes up to 1, and you rise from the grave and continue fighting him. And his, like, block meter is exactly where it was when you went down. Everything's exactly oh. as it was, except now you're at full health. So, so it's like an old school, old school like, action game, like a Contra or something like that. You've got 30 um, lives. Or Kung Fu. It kind of makes you think of Kung, that classic Kung Fu to See, me. that I find actually very appealing. It's so fucking good, Chamberlain. Yes. Okay, so wait, let me go on. Let me go on. Right, now right, you continue right. now you continue fighting this particular guy or this group of enemies in this room, and one of them kills you again. Your death counter goes up to two, you are now twenty-three, and you rise from the grave. Okay? What are you gaining? Anything? Uh, nothing. As you age? Nothing? nothing. Okay. Nothing. Oh, that's fine. Nothing. That's fine. Uh, not, not not yet. Um if your age counter goes up to thirty, then your health decreases a little bit and the damage you deal increases a little bit. 
One again at 40, again at 50, again at 60. Now, wait. If you beat like a mini boss or particularly tough enemy, your death counter rolls backwards. So you can get that two back to one and that one back to zero. So the next time you die, you only lose one year of life. Um, as you progress through this, you're going to unlock shit. Like uh, every time you dodge, you gain a little bit of your block bar back. So it's harder for enemies to break your block. Uh, or things like when you pick up a weapon, it will last longer before it breaks. You can only unlock these at certain shrines if you have, say, gotten a score of this high in the level, or if you are under this certain age when you visit the shrine. So there's cutoff ages of 25, 40, 60. Okay. okay. So you get to the end of level one, and you are now 45 years old. Okay? Okay. And, and you beat the boss at level 45. You now unlock uh, chapter two, the club. Every time you walk into chapter two, the club... You uh, you are now forty five, but uh, no. if you want to go back and practice uh, the first area again and get through it at twenty years old, you can. And wait, wait, wait! As you build XP and build points running through these levels, you and you hit a shrine or you die. Every time you die, you can also spend your XP. Um, you will have, let's say, just I'm going to talk about the um, the charged uh, the charged punch. There's a, there is a thing where you just hold down triangle and you just drop your arm and hold it there, and point the analog stick to whoever you want. And as they walk in, you will just strike really really fast. And if you interrupt an attack, they are staggered. They are fucked. You're about to kill them. It's a really cool move. So you pay 500 XP to unlock it, and then underneath that it says um, times five. 500 permanent unlock. So, oh. as you play through, let's say, the first level for the second time, because, you know, you just want to get good, you buy that thing, and then you spend another uh, 1,000 XP unlocking it two more times, and then you decide to restart all your runs. Those two permanent unlocks you've invested into it still count. So the next time you just decide to start replaying the game again, you unlock that ability, you spend another three 500s into it, now you've unlocked it permanently. This is dangerously close to Hades. So there's all yes. kinds. In, in my headspace, this is getting Sounds really Sounds like Hades, close to Hades, and that is not turning me off. No, there, there's all. Yeah, Alex, it's so good. Oh, uh, that's not. I have to get it on. Wait, it's on PS5? Yeah, I need to point out now, Alex, that we mm. could be co oping Dying Light if you just got it on PlayStation 5. Yeah, I apologize. But you know what? Yeah. No, I don't apologize. I don't apologize because it runs flawlessly on PC, and I haven't seen a single glitch. Mm. Fair enough. I did oh. fall into a multiplayer thing. Oh, anyway. So, uh, there's, there's an argument to be made that Sifu, um, is really like, uh, looks at the world of Kung through Kung Fu through a very Western lens, kind of yeah, like that, kind of like that Kate movie did, uh, Tokyo and Hong or Tokyo. Yeah, it's not um, good. and that's definitely a complaint. Uh, but as like a, a lover of action cinema and Kung Fu movies, this game is fucking awesome on, like, every level. I love this. I've seen all these places before, and now I'm running through them and kung fu guys in it. And when you clear... Oh, that's, that's another fucking awesome thing. Uh, when you just... So the, the point of the game is to try to get through areas taking as little damage as possible. Every time you deal... Every time you do a takedown on someone, you gain back a little health, which can be increased at shrines. Um, so the point of the game is just to do a long string of perfect defense and parries so and dealing out as much damage as you can, weakening a guy's um, stance bar, kind of like Sekiro, Alex. Kind of like Sekiro. It kind of, like, it really plays a lot like Sekiro, where as you land attacks, you're you're building up their stagger. 
And if they go to try to make an attack on you and you parry that attack perfectly, they are instantly staggered. Boom, 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 take down. It feels so good. It feels really, really good to play. Sifu is... Oh, like I know it looked... I wanted a, I wanted Sifu to be good from just the first trailer I saw it. But playing it, um, it is wonderful to get exactly the game you wanted. I'm so happy with Sifu. I would rate Sifu above Dying Light 2 for games that but I... But it's, it's early access. Uh, no, it's out. It's out. Wait, okay, you meant early access and you can launch it a couple days early. Yeah, uh, people could get it on Sunday or you could uh, just get it on launch on Tuesday, I think. Gotcha. I think I will buy this one when it is on sale for 50% off. Yeah, it's like the, what you describe, I either will enjoy or play for 15 minutes. Like a cat being forced to a bathtub. Well, you'd, yeah. you'd definitely be replaying shit because it's not that easy, man. I can't beat the second boss yet, but I can get through <laughs> the first area without being killed. I, I got to the okay, second but area. Since, since you get, but that means you can start the second area whenever you want, right? At, at 20. No, no. Like I, at, could, I could get through the third area or the second area, but get to the third area at like 65, you know, that's not going to do me any favors. But now that you've finished the first area and you've made it through at 20. Yes, I can, you ta- can, start I can area tackle two at 20. the second area at 20. And I have. Whenever you want. And I have. And that boss kicked my ass. <laughs> but but that, that's fine. It's, that's fine. It's the sweet. You don't man. need to play area. You, you have mastered area one. You don't need to do it anymore. <laughs> no, you don't. Okay, that's fine. But that I actually, but that, I do just just for the fun of it because it is. Fun. Well, okay, that because that, you and I play games differently. But the fact that you don't need to do that anymore is okay. But right now, I almost feel like even if I never get further than Zone Two, and I think there's five, might be six. Um, even if I never get further than Zone Two, the enjoyment and fun factor of fighting through Zone One is such that I feel so happy with the purchase of Sifu. <laughs> it's really, really good. <laughs> Uh, quick question, apropos of nothing. What is what is the mobile battery life of the Switch? Not Depends great. on the game. Yeah. Non-existent. Okay, so you're going uh, to be plugged th- in. Three and a half hours. Hmm, not terrible. How, what, hmm. If you guys use this in like on a car ride or anything, what, what's, what's good for that? Three and a half. Oh, like what do you want to play in a car? Yeah. Those video games that you like so much. Yes, it's true. Like, you know, if, if she wants to play Animal Crossing... Shovel Knight. Well, oh, that's nice. Yeah. Hollow Knight. No, Shit. no, okay. Knight. I, okay, we're, we're putting... Okay. Those are kind of punishing games. Shovel Knight's not punishing. Slay the Spire's on Switch, right? Shovel Knight... The reignited Shovel Knight has, has souls-like aspects where you lose your XP when you die. And you gotta just pick don't up, die. You gotta pick Shovel up Knight's the money. easy. You just gotta don't pick die. up the money again. Yeah, just don't die. Shovel Knight's easy. You hated that aspect when it came out. It was still easy, though. Shovel Knight was not a difficult game. Uh, it's it's very it's very twitch. It's a very twitchy little platformer. It's exactly for people like us who played like Mega Man in the eighties. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Spiral Reignited Trilogy is on Switch. Oh no, that's a that's a good time. What trilogy is on Switch? Spiral. Oh. Well, Alex would certainly endorse that. I would. Oh, you know I what? Okay. That. You know what I would recommend? I would recommend Mario Odyssey if you don't have it. Yep. Really do need to play that. Um, I think a great game for a car ride would be Don't Starve. Oh yeah. Oh I, I oh I bet you get into that eventually. Yeah. I mean, it's I, really hard. Yeah. But I, I I don't want to go and grab my Switch and just like go through what's good on Switch. But basically, she, lo- if, she loves Animal Crossing. If there's any good indie uh, <laughs> from the past ten there years, it's probably it's on, on the Switch, Switch somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Except for inscription. Yes. Really curious how I'm, I'm fierce about that. He needs to hurry the fuck up. But um, it's one. Yeah, one dude. 
I love Daniel Mullins. I think he's a legitimate fucking oh, genius. If he doesn't get a studio, if he doesn't get a port studio to do it, <laughs> it'll yeah. take a while. Yeah, I beat Challenge Level 3, finally. Hey. Got a new starter deck. It's full of bugs, and I love it. Mm. Remember how ants work? Uh, no. Jim? I never you got put an ant down, me. you get another ant, and when you put that ant down, they do double damage. Put another no, ant down, they all do three damage. Cool. Got a whole de- starter deck based around it, and it fucking rocks. Nice. Um... So the direct, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so Nintendo's direct. Yeah. Well, okay. The only other interesting thing, like Portal One and Two coming, that's kind of yeah. Um, it's nice to have them on Switch, but those will still be like the worst fucking versions of Portal. Yeah. And speaking of, No Man's Sky is going to come to Switch, and it's yeah. and it's no not way. it's not even a cloud version. It's like a real. Yeah, it's going to look like absolute ass. Yeah, it's going to yes. look. Like, it's going to look yep. like bum. Um, but then then the the end of the show pretty much. The original Mother and Earthbound, or Mother 2, are currently right now today, I believe, available mm-hmm. if you're a Nintendo Switch Online subscriber. So you can go huh. play Earthbound if right If you really now. wanted to. Yep. Yeah. I do, kind of. Hey, Chrono Cross Remastered is actually... Really? I liked Chrono Cross. Chrono Cross is good. Yeah. Chrono Cross is a good game with a decent yeah. story. Mm-hmm. I'm glad they're finally giving it its due. But here's the thing. The Chrono Cross remaster is not Switch exclusive. Huh? I just got to try. I saw a trailer on it for the Xbox, so it's probably coming to everything. I really love late PlayStation games. They're really good. Once they figure that thing out, yeah. Ooh, ooh and Final Fantasy VI is finally coming out. Pixel oh. perfect. Here you go. That took a long time. It took a year. They spent a year to do one game. That, uh, also, the the remake of the two front mission games is. Yeah. I actually really enjoyed those way back in the day. I thought those were fugly. I thought pretty much everything. They was, are fugly. The only two things I thought that weren't fugly in this presentation were triangle strategy, which actually, which I actually thought looked pretty good for like a pixel art game. Uh, Xenoblade, Chronicle, Xenoblade Chronicles Three looked pretty good for a Switch game. I disagree completely. I thought that was a boring looking game. Completely. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Um. What I thought was amazing looking, if I was into that kind of game, was Live Alive. Mm-hmm. Like this this RPG from like the 90s, this pixel art thing that takes place across multiple timelines. Uh, that looked fucking wicked. If I was into that kind of game. And weird and different. Totally. Yeah. It looked so neat. It looked so neat. There's like a cowboy story and there's a ancient China story. And, oh, it looked really neat. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything else that's interesting? No. no. Oh, we should complain about them not actually making a new Mario Kart game. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's some bullshit. Yeah, yeah. So instead of making Mario Kart 9, what they're going to do is they're going to remaster 48 tracks from old Mario Kart games, and they're going to sell them for 25 bucks or free if you're a Nintendo Online Expansion Pass subscriber. <laughs> Mouthful. Yeah. Um, mm. And yeah. <laughs> looking at the tracks that they showed, like, I remember playing Mario Kart 8, and those were some fun and good-looking areas. And what they're showing in that trailer was like... Mm-hmm. No, I'm not interested in that. Honestly, nah. being able to like pop into any of the Borderlands on my girlfriend's Switch while we're driving sounds amazing. That was probably worth the purchase for me. <laughs> that will definitely run down the battery. There's a yeah, of- no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about like just like sitting in the passenger side with it plugged in. Yeah, and those those thumbsticks on those are not going to be good for that. No, just, no. Like Alex, you're gonna. This is gonna make you hate that game. You're gonna hate this. You're going to feel so bad that you're playing it in this way. But you, for you, if we're talking about games for that could be played great in the car while you're while you're playing it. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Get, Hall get, Hall Night. Night. Some, get Hollow Knight. Play through Hollow Knight I'm, again on Switch. It'd be fantastic. 
Yeah, it will be. Yeah. Be but perfect. like when you have it undocked, you can only use the Joy Cons. Uh, she had a light, right? No, she got a regular one. Yeah, get, fine. Get yourself a Pro controller. You'll be fine. Oh, you can just plug that in. Yeah. Oh yeah, I got her one. Oh, it's Animal Crossing themed. The Pro controller is. Yeah, but no, wait, wait, not not the, not the little thing that the two Joy Cons plug in. No, 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 no. I got I got a wire controller. Is it a Pro controller? Or is I don't it know. Like, it was twenty bucks. No, it's not a pro the, controller. The pro, yeah, no, the pro controller is like sixty bucks, and it's actually yeah. it is actually quite good, and it's yes. wireless. Is it the one that looks like a NES controller? No, it, no, it looks, it looks honestly like a PS4 controller. Uh, yeah, it looks okay. a little bit like DualShock. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, that's all that was really worth talking about. But like, I felt so bored. I was like, there was a, there was a part of there was a part of that presentation when I was sitting here watching it. I'm like, ugh, so disgusted with myself. <laughs> this I is mean, what I, I'm I, doing. <laughs> But oh my god, Mario Soccer is back. Yeah. Hooray. Uh, I totally remember that. <laughs> all right. Moving away from that joy Sense. Yeah. Uh, Grand Theft Auto's PlayStation 5 and Series X versions will launch on March 15th. Ugh. Yeah, but I'm it, sure they'll run just fine. It kind of makes me wish I had bought a digital version of, of Grand Theft Auto 5 at some point. Is it a free upgrade? I'm pretty sure it is. It's either I that or it's 10 bucks. Like- I never want to play that game again. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't actually want to play it. I just want to look at it. I want to drive my car that I got for the multiplayer up into the hills and take screenshots. If it comes out <laughs> that, like, I don't know. Like, it, the amount of money that game has made is... Staggering. <sighs> it's in the billions. With a B. Yeah. It mm-hmm. sold more copies than the entire series of Final Fantasy by, like, 30 million. Yeah, but that's only recently. I know, like, like Grand Theft Auto Five no, singular I, I, has sold I, more than yeah, I know. thirty I, million I, I, more I, copies. I saw, those, I saw those numbers, yeah. but yeah, it has sat on top of the. That is disgusting. Yeah, especially because it was really not their best, or at least we expected more from them by that point, and they didn't really quite deliver as far as we're concerned. But we're guys. It was who, almost good who, for like no, we're guys half who that consume, story. We've, we we have all consumed every single Grand Theft Auto game at least at least from three on. I assume, right? Yeah, and like if you don't play a lot of video games, exactly, it's amazing. <laughs> exactly, and for a lot of people, uh, you're gonna buy a game system and Grand Theft Auto and not really worry about anything else unless someone shoves a game at you and says this is really good. Yeah, that's true. Like I remember there was a time in my life when I didn't know what Tenchu was, and I just <laughs> tried it at random. I mean, I was blown away. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto Online has a GDP greater than some nations. <laughs> yes, and it's, it's true. It is unsettling. Yeah. So for and much like Call of Duty, you know, it's, it's a game of the masses, which is fine. The masses can have it. They can. I'll have, play my bad JRPG. Thank you very they much. They can have their <laughs> opiate, and I will learn kung fu and oh, yeah. skateboarding because another new game came out this week. What's that? Ollie Ollie World. It, okay, I like that art style. I loved Ollie Ollie World 1. It's, it seems one. really cute. Um, have you ever played one of these games, Alex? Actually, I have not. any of the it's Ollie like a, Ollie like games a, would be a great recommendation for Switch. It's like a side-scrolling skateboarding game? Yes, get the first one. If you, get the first one if you can get it on Switch. Why not? Hmm. Go for it. Just check it out. Um, and this one looks like... Uh, uh, looks like a, it has all the mechanics, of the 2D mechanics of the Ollie Ollie games, except you can also now switch between paths... As you skateboard through the world, uh, but every character and every aspect of the world looks like it popped out of Adventure Time. Yep, that's exactly what it looks like. Um, so it looks absolutely, it looks creative and colorful, but harmless and beautiful, um, uh, really comforting. 
Um, and I was able to zip through like half of the first world last night. I just kind of, I gave it a go for like 45 minutes and you very, I very quickly was able to return to the Zen of Ollie Ollie and just blitz levels in one long combo. It was really, it's still Ollie Ollie and it looks better than ever before. It's a great game. Um, is that all? No, no, there is one other thing I've played instead of Dying Light this week, but we'll get to that later in the headlines. <clears throat> Rockstar announced this week they are working on the next entry in the Grand Theft Auto series and noted, With every new project, our goal is always to significantly move beyond what we've previously delivered. Hmm. Really? Because, like, the last time it seemed like you guys just stayed firmly planted in 2010. Well, not, not just that, but what I hear from that, and based off Red Dead Redemption... <laughs> Is yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna be even slower. There's gonna be like thirteen button presses just to unholster your gun. There's gonna be a button to grab your jacket. You're gonna have to twist the analog stick to open your jacket. Your character will slowly begin reaching for it if you tilt the right analog stick. Now, if you tilt it too much, you're gonna fail and have to start over. But you tilt the analog, right analog stick towards the pocket, and then finally. Press square to grab the gun. Now, at this point, keep the left stick open. Your jacket needs to remain open. Pull the right stick back while holding the square <laughs> button. Good luck with that. There is a 35-second QTE to open the map. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it looks... And somehow there's horse testicles everywhere. But it looks because. photorealistic. The performance oh, you've also, is you've so also aged five years every time you open that. <laughs> so In real time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's the hopeful part that, that that we imagine these games could be. We can see it. We can perceive it. It'd be fucking awesome. Especially coming from Rockstar. Their presentation is peerless. Um, if only their gameplay were such. If only. If only. Moving on. I've still never forgiven them for always deleting my weapon presets in Grand Theft Auto. I mean, now I'm Red Dead 2. Oh. I was so mad every time. God, I don't remember that. What you, about, what you had in the horse versus like you'd have a gun in your hand and you'd start the oh, mission and yeah, bam all your weapons yeah, reset yeah, oh yeah fuck that. you yeah that was really bad that was really bad what what you have a much better weapon Why? than this for exactly this type of problem but you're gonna have nope. to use this it's your shitty pistol again remap it <laughs> okay. 2D Souls like Salt and Sacrifice is out May 10th on Playstation and PC I hope it's good um if I have finished up with Dying Light 2 and Sifu and Oli Oli World uh, and Horizon Forbidden West and Elden Ring by May 10th, I will definitely check out Salt and Sacrifice. <laughs> Tall order. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great time to be a gamer. Uh, Master Splinter will finally be a playable character in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge this summer. I think I have to get the game now because Splinter was always my favorite. Looks good. The game looks fun. Yes, but but a playable Splinter that's never been done. That's true. I don't think if someone can point he's it out. Got, to me. He's got to be just super broken. I want him to be just ultra powerful broken. Be I, hilarious. I just want his moves to look stylish as fuck. Like he doesn't even have to try. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, a smaller standalone Assassin's Creed game is focused on stealth gameplay. Will launch late 2022 or early 2023, featuring Valhalla, Valhalla character Basim and the city of Baghdad. I do like Basim. And I love the idea of a modern, of, a, of an Assassin's Creed game with modern presentation returning to kind of the... An actual Assassin's Creed game? No, not an, well, not just an actual Assassin's Creed game, but when I think of Baghdad, I think of like those domed roofs yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, of, yeah. Of, like the, of like the first game. And those batteries. No, Basim was the apprentice. I think. Oh, was he? N- Wasn't he? No, Basim was the Assassin. Evil? 
Yeah, but he was well, the no, but he was the there apprentice. Was two assassins. But he was the apprentice. Yeah, no, he was the younger yeah, one. Yeah, Basim was the apprentice assassin. Yeah. Did, hmm. he, did he turn evil? No. Oh, okay. I don't think I even met him then. No, you meet him at the same time. Hmm. So who's the older assassin, dude? Or is Basim the older assassin? Oh, Basim's the older assassin, dude, that has a conversation with the monk about Christianity. That's yeah, really cool. that is Basim. Oh, he I was, can't he was his, awesome. his apprentice's name. Cool. Yeah. Maybe this... Basim is he, he's super evil, by the way. He's like super evil. Oh, well, no, no, maybe no. this is his youth, or maybe it's he was too likable to not be. Oh yeah, no, he, he's a hundred percent evil. But yeah, yeah, if this is his youth, that'd be sweet. Hmm. Or it could be him, or he, it just says featuring him, so he might not even be the playable character. Nah, I mean, it's about fucking. T- so he becomes the villain, I'm assuming. Because it's yes. about fucking time there was a straight up assassin or dude that's a villain. Oh yeah, he is very much, and yet he shows. <laughs> Didn't I tell you this? How he like he shows up modern day after he's been putting himself to sleep for a while. He like freezes himself and then comes back. Really? Yeah. And nobody trusts him. Well, I would. Because <laughs> he's super evil. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Wolf Among Us season two is coming next year. I guess we already hit that. God, I hope it's really. I, I hope it's good. It looks fine. Don't worry. We'll see. Okay. I don't, I'm not going to look at it. I'm going to forget we talked about this until next year. Be well, a pleasant surprise. Okay, well, the, listener, the reason we're concerned about this is because Telltale the company was gutted. Everyone who yes. worked there um, was let Scattered go. Scattered to the fall was let, was let go without pay. Then another mm-hmm. company bought the name Telltale. Put the skin on. Yes. And I believe at the time there was talk that they were working on rehiring as many original Telltale people as they could. Correct? Correct me if I'm wrong. They said that. Who knows? They said that. Who knows what actually happened? So there's a lot of concern surrounding this game that it's just Telltale in name only, and they're just using the fact that they have the rights to this game to make a game. But these might people may not know what the fuck they're doing. I think there was a lot of this game done already, though. True. I don't know how much they managed to buy of it, but who knows? Uh, a petition demanding refund. Oh, okay. I just thought of something even worse. What if it is like exactly like a Telltale game from eight years ago? And that's I'm all not, it is. Well, I'm not against it. If the writing is good, I'm hey, fine with that. If it's another Tales from the Borderlands, sign me the fuck up. Yes. All right, you positive pearls. Mm-hmm. A petition demanding refunds for Battlefield 2042 has neared 40,000 signatures, accusing Electronic Arts of false advertising and launching the game in an unplayable state. Well, people got their money back for uh, Cyberpunk, so why not? My, my have, dangerous I have, precedent. I have purchased Sifu. <laughs> Wait, did you, did you get it on PlayStation or PC? I got it on the Epic Store. Oh, for fuck's sake. It's 40 bucks there. Huh? Better. Fair enough. Hmm. I just hope it plays good, man. Oh, you're going to love it. You're going to love it, Alex. I don't know. I don't love it. Okay, here's another thing. The levels have like secret passages and shortcuts that you could learn. So oh. there's certain points where like uh. where you where you could just walk in at the start of the level, go through a door on your right, and pretty much go straight to the boss. Um, uh. And as you as you like advance through other areas of the game, you'll find keys and shit for earlier levels and doors that you couldn't unlock. So yeah. Oh wait, hold on. You're gonna love it, Alex. My my, my enthusiasm is waning the more you talk. What are you talking about? It's starting. It's starting to sound exactly like Hades now. And yeah, Hades. Hades there, were, there were shortcuts to unlock in Hades. No, no, there were no closed doors in Hades. Maybe Bloodborne. It's sounding like Souls like now. No, 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 no. It's neat. It's like it feels like exploration and unlocking. No, it's cool. It's cool. Trust me, it's cool. 
Ghost of Tsushima got a little update this week, kind of like to honor the launch of Horizon Forbidden West next week. Uh, a Forbidden Shrine can now be found to the north of the Iki Island DLC, which basically gives you Aloy's Nora Hunter outfit from Horizon Zero Dawn. Hmm, cool. Um, I logged into the multiplayer the day they put out this, uh, this out update, and someone was already running around in Horizon Honor, in Horizon hmm. uh, Armor. It was amazing to me. But here's the big thing. Ghost of Tsushima Legends got another major update. They added a bunch of new legendaries, and a platinum difficulty has been added to survival, which is really what the game has been lacking for me. Because, as you'll recall, I wasn't doing, like, nightmare difficulty, because it's just too fucking stressful for me. I don't really like it all that much. I was just helping players lower than me get to the cap. And then once you're at goal, like, there was really nothing I needed to do. With this, with platinum difficulty... There is this wonderful difficulty level between the stress of nightmare and the boredom of gold. <laughs> and it does actually, I do actually have to keep on my toes. Uh, me and a bunch of other level 120s are running around just trying to get it done in time and congratulating each other when we get it right. Um, and a legendary dropped. It's a sword that uh, it changes your parry. So you can no longer parry. But if you perfect parry someone, instead of going parry, smash, it just like nailing the guy, you will parry, smash, pause, point the analog stick where you want, smash someone else and just destroy their guard if it's up, and then smash again. It changes it to a three-strike string. And so this has caused me to completely throw away my Ronin build and do a completely new build where my ult doesn't heal anyone anymore. Because I want to use uh, an extra uh, legendary item to still get the Heavenly Strike ability. Um, my Ronin feels like the the design I always wanted it to have, which is kind of like a lone swordsman who if you attack him, he will fuck you up really, really hard. And I can just run up to any boss in the game and beat them down with uh, critical attacks and staggering them, which makes uh, Heavenly Strike do double damage. And with the uh, with the charm I've got, because it's a legendary charm, it grants Heavenly Strike, and 50% of the time when you use Heavenly Strike, a lightning bolt will hit an enemy somewhere. <laughs> nice. It's a lot of fun. And so I was amazed that this week, <laughs> with all these fucking games coming out, after You're work You're playing today, Ghost of Tsushima again. After yep. <laughs> work today, what I wanted to do was keep on leveling up these, these items on my road. <laughs> <laughs> Ghost of Tsushima. I did not play Dying Light prior to the podcast today. I was playing Ghost of Tsushima. Has anyone played Power Slave? Like forever ago, and yeah, I saw they re-released it. Yeah, it looks pretty good for a remake. Yeah, Power I mean, Slave. they didn't do much to it, but it looks like it's running nice yeah, and smooth. I do like that. It's an Iron Maiden album. <laughs> it is, but that's not what we're talking about. I got Power Slave exhumed on. Steam. Like I'm seeing like that's what we're talking Doom about. Doom Metroidvania, and I'm like, oh, oh, oh. that's got my ears up. I think I touched it a long time ago. Kind of Egyptian mm-hmm. motif. I tried the Quake re-release that they did, and while it was really, really good, I just couldn't go back to I, it. I'm like, oh wow, this I've is heard so of Night Dive. What have they done? Oh. Oh, no, Alex. No, Alex. No? Are we talking about a Switch purchase? Possibly. It's not everything. You just bought seafood. What are you doing? Yeah, I know. I don't know what I'm doing. Why are you feeling so flush, man? What's going on here? Oh. This this isn't like you. He's got got that job, man. He's going to... Yeah, but it's not here yet. No, it's not. And then, you know, maybe something happens, but for now I'm feeling good. Nighttime has done a ton of shit. Anyway. 
I endorse you feeling good. I endorse myself. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Uh, a PlayStation 5 version of Apex Legends has been listed by the ESRB. So, Meh. yeah, but uh, Apex has completely overtaken Overwatch in terms of like what the popular shooter right now is, I believe. Could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure. Um, so for a lot of people, this is, this is going to be a big deal. It's not to us, but it will. Uh, Sifu's early access launch on PlayStation Network was apparently a bit of a shit show, with gamers reporting that they were unable to download the game two days early like they paid for it. Uh, um, slow clap, we were like apologizing and, sca- and scrambling to work with PlayStation. By the time I just saw that story, finished work for the day, came upstairs and started downloading the game, I just downloaded the game. It was fine. Hmm. All right. People weren't able to start playing it right there in the morning. Sorry, guys. Oh, it's so funny. Well, but if that's what you're paying for, for the special yeah, edition. Right, yeah, yeah. There's a stretch goal, man. It, it should work, <laughs> but I don't know. They, they got it out that day. Yeah. It, it, it ain't FedEx so, levels of fuck up a dude. So many good games. This what week. can be. Have you ever gotten a FedEx package on time? I don't use FedEx if I possible. I will never again, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, UPS, if at all possible. USPS. Not I mean, they're not actually, as bad. US, yeah. USPS is actually quite good, I found. Mm-hmm. Canada Post is terrible lately. Uh-uh. Canada Post used to be fantastic. They've just gotten worse and worse. Now it's to the point mm-hmm. where they will actually deliver some shit. Like, instead mm-hmm. of delivering, like, an Amazon package to my house, the guy walked up and handed me a thing and said, here you go. And I'm like, aren't you supposed to deliver it? He goes, shrug, turns around and walks away. Damn. <laughs> nope. Gives, gives me a slip. I got to go to the store to pick it up. What kind of fucking Amazon? What are you doing? It's not Amazon. Well, it is Amazon. Well, Amazon used Canada Post, and this is how Canada Post oh, okay. decided to deliver. And thankfully, enough people have clearly complained that Amazon has stopped doing it. I mean, yes, I order shit through Sony Amazon. I'm sorry. Forced, or was it GameSpot forced me to use FedEx to ship my PS5, and I'm still sweating bullets about it. Hey, you got it. It uh, arrived. So the box was in rough mad. shape, but it, it showed up. I was so up. mad for so long. <laughs> Two days. <laughs> it was late? Oh, yeah. Well, it was like stuck, and they wouldn't tell me where it was. I'm like, where the fuck is it? Well, I mean, like this. All, okay, but no, I, 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 you can't be mad at shipping delays during the pandemic. Like right now in Canada, they're blocking the border. I heard about that. Yeah, what's up with that? Uh, we, with children, they were blocking the border. We've got okay. You guys stop acting like us. Come no, on, no, you're no, better than no, us. no. There are some of us who watch your media, and they don't watch the good parts of it. No, don't watch our media. Yeah, no, I love it's your media. It's really bad for you. It's full of corn syrup. <laughs> I, I love your media, but uh, some of it can be quite bad for some people, and they can end up doing harmful things. And these people are damaging an entire country with, like, a trade blockade at our fucking border. What are you doing? Yeah, what? Why? I don't. What know. is this about? They they don't want their shots, so they're yeah, they, putting their children on the road. Yeah, they don't blocking want, the highway. They don't want mask mandates or something like this. Is one of these things where, like, as you as you know, people stormed your capital. I'm sure some of you were ashamed of it. I am ashamed that these people are fucking Canadians. Like, rightfully they so. Do not they? They are such a minority. They are such a fringe. In my city, we're a city of like I think it's eight hundred. It's between six and eight hundred thousand. I I think. And there's like 40 people in big rigs in our downtown, always blasting their horns. But that's enough to fuck up stuff. Preventing people from sleeping. Like, it's really shitty, harmful behavior that anyone would be arrested for. But because it's a protest, we can't just tell these people to fuck off. And I don't understand why someone's ability to get a healthy night's sleep is worth less than this person's right to blare their horn at midnight. 
It's horrible. Horrible behavior. Mm-hmm. Now, that being said... People are terrible everywhere. They are. That being, <laughs> that being said, um, I think a lot of activists would say that a... Um, the systems that we have are always saying, well, just wait your turn and we'll discuss that. And we know that you feel that this is, you know, a violation of your human rights or whatever. But there's there's a way to address this. And we do this by speaking politely and voting. And when that's what you've been told for, you know, a hundred years about a certain issue, there comes a time when you do have to be violent with a system that is using um, manners to be violent with you. But this is not but, one of those times. This yeah, is not but, one of those times. Is, yeah, like these people not. are not fucking being oppressed by saying, put on a mask <laughs> in school um, or put on a mask when you go into a public place. That's enclosed no, no they're people. grabbing us and smacking us and being demanding why we're hitting ourselves. Very much. That's how it feels like with this particular. Why are you hitting yourself? And again, stop it. It's a, stop oppressing us. Smack. Group. Stop oppressing us. Smack. But I really shouldn't have brought it up because even this discussion of it, I feel, is giving it weight that it doesn't deserve. No. Well, stop it, copying it offends, us down here. Don't do it. Oh, it's disgusting. And I'm usually so proud of us. You've got a lot to be <laughs> proud of, but... Yeah, this is not one of those days. The infection spreads. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'll be proud of us when they put the hose on them. Yeah. No, they use their kids. They're... That I saw a picture of like a chain of children blocking the highway. I'm like, what are you doing? I'm like, how do these people have being? They're being these, undeniable, and they're good at it. How do they have these hundred thousand dollar or several hundred thousand dollar trucks? Oh, that's a fun story. But they have nowhere to be right now. Like, they're being paid. Don't they have jobs? They're being paid. They have, by whom? Look, look into it. It's a fun story. No, no, tell me the story. Okay, else. hold on. I don't know exactly who it is, but it's an American billionaire, probably. Eric Prince, but I don't remember who. Oh, it's paying their mm-hmm. bills, paying the gas. What the fuck? So we are exporting our protests. Uh huh. It's not a protest. It's it's doing something else. No, it's not. Is this conspiracy stuff or is no? No, like they they've based? already followed the money. They know who's they, doing they it. They followed the money. That's that seems really fucked up. It is fucked up should be a crime but somehow it's not no it is a crime it's just not illegal yeah GoFundMe is being investigated for blocking donations to investigate Texas Attorney General <laughs> Ken Paxton said on Wednesday that his office will investigate GoFundMe for blocking withholding donations I already made the platform on his website no that's not it blocking donations that what Why are going? Why, why is GoFundMe blocking donations? It's blocking donations to this thing in Canada. Hold on. There's no way to know what he's talking about. Listen, I. He's he's deep in the uh, rabbit yeah, hole now. Why did I bring up HTML? The, Fuck. Theorist googling yep. Google faster. It's not googling fast enough. Why are Canadian protesters flying Confederate flags? Oh, because uh, it's... There was also... <laughs> that, no, no, no. There was... Yeah, and I was complaining about that with a... The Confederate like, flag is not about the Confederacy. Yeah, no, it's... Uh, I I, it was, nowhere. as far as I'm concerned, that's a symbol of it rhymes with um, It rhymes with hot shower. There was a, there was a, there was a person with, uh, with the Nazi flag. Mm-hmm. With the swastika. 
down, down the No, it's a it's a Hindu symbol of peace. Mm-hmm. Ah, that's exactly why you're doing it. Even the Hindus gave up on that. <laughs> like, you're gonna have that now. It's yours. We don't want it back. Yeah, it'd be weird to like go walking through like an ancient Hindu temple and seeing all these images that bring you peace and then swastika. <laughs> like I don't know, I don't know what context it comes up in. <laughs> Who knows? All right. all right, Alex, have you got anything for us? Have I got anything for you? Uh, there was a ten million dollar donation from. Da, 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 da. And it's going through GoFundMe. It's going to through GoFundMe. And GoFundMe are blocking it. Yeah. Well, that's great. It is. The, the Texas Attorney General is blocking it. Good. Good. So but I don't have any fucking names. Where'd it go? No, this whole Someone thing. Terrible. This whole thing was oh. a Joe Rogan bit. We don't know what the fuck we're talking about. No. Specifically, Alex doesn't have let us all astray. <laughs> oh, Alex. Perhaps someone will pay Alex $100 million to not yeah, pay maybe. Spotify. This is what happens yeah, when you do your own research. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we, need, we need a team of people to keep us on the straight and narrow. Something. Is there is there a new uh, new peacemaker? Yeah, there is. Oh shit! It's, you know what? I'm gonna save I'm gonna save it for Friday night. It'll be my Friday night thing. There you go. All go right. listen to All some right. uh, wigwam. <laughs> that's this. Right. No, that's the name of the band that does the opening. It's so good. I've never heard of. Before. I, I will I will go find the opening and watch it's, it. And it's see really it, so I know what you guys are talking about. It's fun. All right. In that case, um, everyone is wrong but me. Just so we're clear. Um, I am the only one who's right about everything. So, in my world, that's what matters. Yeah, fair enough. There we go. <laughs> Alex, thank you for being here. Jan, thank you for talking. My pleasure. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll see you in a week. Ooh.